This is Sam Anderson, lead pastor at Central Church. Thank you for listening to the Central Church Podcast. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. And to keep up with everything happening in our faith community, visit centralchurch.cc. We're in the middle of a series. We started our series last week that we're calling Overcomer. And it's been really, really cool so far. Last week was week one. We sort of launched it. This week we're talking about it. And then next week we'll kind of land the plane. But in this Overcomer series, we're looking at how Christ has called us to be overcomers right? Christ has called us to overcome certain things and, and not to be bogged down by them and live in bondage. And so t- last week we talked about overcoming the comparison trap, right? Of comparing ourselves to others and how if we're so busy comparing ourselves to others, we can't accomplish what God has called us to do, right? And we looked at this relationship between Peter and John, and it's a little comical in the book of John how they kind of are in competition with one another the whole time. And, and we laughed a little bit and made jokes about it, but uh, the, the crux of the situation was when Peter was walking with Jesus and he was saying, hey, do you love me? And he's like, yeah, feed my sheep. Do you love me? Yeah, feed my sheep. Do you love me? Yeah, feed my sheep. And then right after that, he looks over at Jesus and John is walking right behind him and he goes, well, what about that guy, right? And, and Jesus looks at him and he goes, what does it matter about that guy? I told you to follow me, right? And so we looked at that and said, listen, stop looking at everybody else. Stop worrying about what everybody else has going on. Follow Jesus in the path that he's called you to follow, right? Do what you do only the way you do it because you bring something to the table and God wants to use it. And so we looked at overcoming the comparison trap. And so this morning, we're, we're continuing this overcomer theme, this overcomer series, and we're talking about labels because labels are incredibly powerful, both positive and negative, Labels are a really big deal. And some of you think, oh, labels, hmm, well, uh, I don't really have any labels. Yes, you do. Some of the labels you choose, and then some of the labels are given to you or placed upon you. And so I was thinking about it this week, and I was like, how does everyone have labels? How do people label themselves, and how do they make that known to the world? Like, how am I going to look at you and say, yes, you have labels? I figured it out. Your profile on Instagram. That's it. Because listen, in your profile on Instagram, it's not like MySpace used to be or Facebook used to be or whatever, where you could like write this whole paragraph of who you are. In Instagram, you only have so many words to describe yourself in your like bio, right? Or at least that's sort of the, the, the way it goes. And so in your bio, now you guys are all going to log on. Oh God, what, what did I say about myself? You know, I set my Instagram up like years ago and I've never thought about changing my bio. But if you go on there and you look, these are like sort of self-imposed labels that we've, we've set out there for the world. It's like a little snapshot of who we are. And so I went on Instagram for some of the people in this uh, room and some of the staff at this church and looked up the labels that they put on themselves. And it's, it's pretty interesting. I looked at uh, Carmen, who is our children's pastor. She's incredibly awesome. But so Carmen, evidently, this is the way that she labels herself because this is what she put in her little Instagram bio of who she is. She says, Jesus forever. I'm like, all right. Well done, Carmen. Pat on the back. You get a Jesus star for that, right? That was, that was good. It says Jesus forever. And then it says wifey. And I was like, I might have to take that star back. You put a Y at the end of that. <laughs> it says Jesus forever, wifey, mommy, kidmen, Michigan life, central church. And so these are like the, the labels that Carmen has used to describe herself to the social media world, right? I looked up uh, Seth, who was our creative director here, who a f- few weeks ago, you know, I mentioned that we're pretty sure that he saved. And... Um, I looked up his uh, self-imposed labels, and it says, husband, father, music. See, there's nothing. You were waiting for something about Jesus, right? Yeah, I was too. Um, (laughs) No, it says husband, father, music, 
right? This is him sort of putting his self-imposed labels. Out. This is who I am in a nutshell. I looked at Leo, uh, our, our worship leader, the guy, you know, just up here singing. And, and you guys all know Leo is super bubbly and, and, and all this stuff. And so uh, his, his self-imposed labels are pretty similar. It says easygoing, I would agree, hardworking, positive, dreamer, creator, husband. And then he put pup dad. And I was like, dude, dude, I know you're pumped about your dog, but a pup dad, man, like, but he's into it. He loves it. Little Mia and then, you know, it is what it is. Um, and then I was like, okay, so that's some of the staff. I looked up riches and I couldn't even share that one. Um, and so I was like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at some other people. And so I looked for some people in the church, and they were all pretty basic and whatever. And then I came across one that I really enjoyed, and it's Michael Richards over here. Where's, where's Michael? So Michael, I look at his, and I'm like, what labels does Michael use to describe himself? And you know what his says? Son of Big Mike. That's it. So I don't know. I think that's a win for Big Mike if, you know, his label is Son of Big Mike. I'm like, I guess that sums it up right there, man. That, it is what it is. And so I was looking at this thing, man, yeah, we all have these labels, ways that we sort of portray ourselves, ways that we view ourselves. And so my Instagram uh, profile, and I didn't edit it for this, right? I made this like years ago. Mine says husband, father, pastor, because I'm a Christian. Um, and then it says wannabe biker and baller, right? Because I have a Harley and I'm a kind of a wannabe motorcycle dude, but I'm just, I'm too soft. And I'm a wannabe baller because I love basketball, but again... I'm too soft. So it, it is what it is. But, um, you know, these labels, they don't only describe my present, they also shape my future, right? These labels, they don't only describe my past or my present, but they shape my future. This, this husband label that I put out there, that's a defining label. I mean, that really paints a picture of what I'm going to be involved in, what I'm not going to be involved in, what I'm going to be doing, what I'm not going to be doing, right? This, this, this label of a father, that's a defining label, it's really going to define what I'm involved in, what I'm not, what I'm going to participate in, how I'm going to give my time, and how I'm not going to give my time. This, this label as a pastor is a very defining label. It really sets sort of the pace moving forward and the trajectory. It sort of shapes my future, and that's the case. But how would you describe yourself? Maybe not on Instagram. Maybe it's a little more deeper, a little deeper than that. But think about it. How would you describe yourself with your appearance labels, potentially? You know, well, for guys who use tall, dark, and handsome, right? What, what are the appearance labels that you use? Are you tall or are you vertically challenged, right? Are you short? Is that a label that you've placed upon yourself? Are you fit or are you not as fit? Are you secure in your appearance or are you insecure in your appearance? What about your personality? How would you label your personality? Are you outgoing or, or are you shy? Are you likable and like total social butterfly or are you more of a loner, like to go at it? by yourself? Are you extroverted or are you introverted, right? How does this, how would you label your personality? What kind of label would you walk around with and how does that shape your future or maybe your life situation? Maybe you are a husband or a father or, you know, maybe you're a mother or maybe you're single, maybe you're divorced, maybe you're wealthy or you're not so wealthy, maybe you're rich, maybe you're poor. How does that label affect how we live life and what we do, how we respond to things, how we're proactive in certain situations? How does that shape our future. What about our hobbies? Is hunting and fishing one of your hobbies to where your main sort of decor in your house and your clothing is real tree camo? Like that's your favorite color, right? How does that shape who you are? Some of the wives are like, yeah, honey. 
You know, how do your hobbies sort of shape who you are? Are you artsy and creative and, you know, you can't get enough of those coexist stickers on the back of your Prius, right? Like, is that sort of shape who you are and, and all of that, right? How do our hobbies sort of play in to these labels? Or are you a Lions fan or are you going to hell? Because that's the only two options, you know? Like, how does that sort of shape who we are? See, these labels are, are, are huge, but even on a deeper, deeper level, like on a more serious note, um, do we label ourselves as a success or a failure? Do we view ourselves as successful or as a failure? Do we view ourselves as a good person or do we view ourselves as a screw-up who can never hit the mark, never measure up, never accomplish what we set out to accomplish? Do we label ourselves as happy or do we label ourselves as miserable? Because the reality is we all carry labels. And some of them are positive, you know, hard worker, talented, loved, whatever, but some of them are also negative, that we're a disappointment or that we're a failure or that we're unlovable or unloved. And the reality is the longer that we carry a label, the less it describes our past and the more it shapes our future. The longer we carry a label, the less it describes our past or even our present and the more it shapes our future. Because here's the deal, if you're labeled a failure, you're not gonna try new things because you already know the verdict. You're a failure, you won't succeed. If you view yourself as a failure, you're not gonna step out in faith and do all the things that God has called you to do because you already know the verdict, or so you think. You're labeled yourself a failure, you can't do it. You're a failure, it is what it is, right? If you label yourself as weak, you're not gonna ask for honor and respect in a relationship. You're not gonna ask for honor and respect anywhere because the verdict is already in, you're weak. You deserve to be treated this way. You deserve to be interacted with this way. You don't deserve honor and respect because it's a label that we impose it on ourselves and we think about it and we let it resonate and we let it shape our future. If you're labeled as unloved, you're not gonna seek love in the positive places. You're just not because you don't think you deserve it. You don't think you're, you, you're, you're worthy because your label that you have is that you're unloved. Listen, labels are powerful whether we've chosen them or they've been put on us or placed on us, labels are powerful. And so I love the passage that we're looking at this morning because I feel like it's almost an anthem for overcoming, right? It's like, it's an anthem for overcoming labels. It's an anthem for saying, yeah, that's right. That's not me. Uh-uh, that's not how I'm gonna be. That's not what it is. And so I love it this morning. Paul writes to this, this, this church, these people called the Galatians, and so he's like a missionary there and he's writing them these letters saying, guys, listen, basically, this is how you're cool with God. This is how God feels about you. This is how you should interact with God. That's the way it should be. So most of the New Testament is written by this dude named Paul who is a missionary to all these different churches, right? And so in, this, in, in the, the letter to the Galatians in chapter three, verse 28, he says something that we could easily pass over, but it's really an anthem to crush labels. It's an anthem to say, no, 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 no. That stuff ain't gonna work here on me. And so in Galatians chapter three, verse 28, it says this. It says, there is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Guys, this is huge. This is huge to the listeners and to the readers who are digesting this in the first century. He says, there is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. This had such huge, heavy implications to the people that this was written to and the people that were hearing this because at the time, the culture of the time, it was the Jews and then it was everybody else, right? 
It was the Jews and then everybody else. The Jews were the religious elite. The Jews were the chosen ones. The Jews were special. And if you weren't part of that crew, you ain't part of the crew, right? And it's not the whole like Detroit versus everybody thing because like we're like pissed off at everybody when we say that, right? It wasn't that way. The Jews weren't like that. They were just better than everyone else. At least that was the mentality at that time. And so when Paul is writing this and he's saying, listen, there's neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, for you are all one in Christ. He is shattering that whole paradigm. He's shattering that whole way of thinking that labels keep you separated. Labels keep you segmented. Labels keep you, you know, um, um, polarized from one another. He's saying, no, 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 no. In Jesus, that's not the way this thing works. That's not the way that this thing goes down because it was common. Listen, this is incredible. When I was researching this week, it was a common prayer by Jewish men in this time period for them to say this prayer. I thank God that you have not made me a Gentile, a slave, or a woman. What? These dudes are like praying this. They're like, God, thank you so much. It would suck so bad to be all those other things. It's like, my mind was blown when I read this this week. And it's like, I can't believe this. So that's why Paul comes at this and he just slays it. He's like, nah, uh-uh, that don't fly with Jesus. That don't fly in the kingdom of heaven. That's not the way things go down. That's not the new paradigm. That's not the way that this worked. Paul comes at this and he says, listen, that's bull crap. Except you probably use some stronger, that's the original Greek actually. It's, it's translated bull crap in the Koine I'm just kidding, it's not. That's my version. But I'm going to say it a bunch today, so if you don't like it, sorry. Pretend like you're getting a donut and leave. Um, <laughs> Paul comes at this. <laughs> Paul comes at this. <laughs> now everybody's like, got to go to the bathroom. They will not go because they don't want to be that person, right? Um, Paul comes and he says, no, man, that's bullcrap. That don't matter. That does not matter. That's not the way this goes because the Jews, like I said, they were accepted. Their labels were accepted. Their labels were love. Their labels were successful. Their labels were chosen. They were privileged. They had the silver spoon, right? They had some really solid, good labels that made them feel good about themselves. But then the Greeks that's used here is synonymous with this terminology of Gentiles. Basically, Gentiles are everybody that's not Jewish, right? Anybody that's not God's chosen people in this time period. And so he says, there's neither Jews nor Greeks, meaning Gentiles. The Gentiles, you know what their labels were? Rejected, unloved, excluded, hardship, broken. So they have these kind of labels. And Paul comes at it and he says, no, 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 listen, those labels don't matter. You are one in Christ Jesus. Don't come in here thinking that you're more successful than somebody else. Don't come in here thinking that you're more privileged than someone else. Don't think that you're coming in here thinking that you're better than someone else. Don't let these labels cloud your judgment. Don't get it twisted. He says, in Christ, you are all one. In Christ, you are all one. And then he says, slave nor free. You know what the labels of, slavery, of, of the slaves were? It's not like American slavery. It was a little different. It was like indentured servants. They were bond slaves and all this stuff. But the slavery took on these labels of poor. They took on these labels of bondage. They were inferior. They were at the bottom of the social standings. He says, these are your labels. And you know what? They don't matter. He says, free. The labels of the free was freedom. They were affluent. They were socially acceptable. They were superior. And Paul comes right at this and he says, listen, those labels, those are bull crap. Because here's the deal, you are all one in Christ Jesus. You are all one in Christ Jesus. And he goes, male or female. What does he say? He says, uh, there is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female. Some of you are like, man, Paul was really hip and up on this whole gender identification discussion before it was even a thing, right? Some of you read that, you're like, man, that's, that's, not, that's not what he's saying here, okay? 
That's not where he's going. He's saying this, the labels that males had was superior, dominant, leader. These are the labels that males came to the conversation with, right? The females, they came to the conversation with inferior. They came to the conversation with less than. They're like almost treated as half humans. It's really pathetic. It's really sad. It like, it's disgusting. But they were treated so terribly. And these are the labels that they're coming with. And Paul comes up and he says, you know what? Those labels are bull crap. Remember, I said I was going to say it a lot. That's a load of crap, man. You are one in Christ Jesus. Neither, neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, you are all one in Christ Jesus. And then Paul also tells another church in his missionary letters and stuff, the church to Corinth, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, says, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. So do you see this message that Paul is kind of throwing out to people? He's saying, listen, culture is telling you one thing. Culture is telling you that you're something. They're imposing these labels on you. They're imposing these categories on you. And listen, when you are in Christ Jesus, you are a new creation and you are all one in Christ Jesus. If your labels are telling you that you're broken, if your labels are telling you that you're less than, if your labels are telling you that you're unwanted, if your labels are telling you that you're unloved, listen, those labels are garbage. You're a new creation in Christ. And we are all one in Christ Jesus. If your labels are trying to tell you that you're a failure, if your labels are telling you that you're not good enough, if your labels are telling you that you're too old or that you're too young, if your labels are telling you that you're not smart enough or that you're not pretty enough or you're not whatever enough, those labels are garbage because you're a new creation in Christ and we are all one in Christ Jesus. Listen, if your labels are telling you that there's no room for you in the body of Christ, those labels are garbage. Those labels are garbage because we're a new creation in Christ. We are one in Christ Jesus. If your labels tell you that you'll never amount to anything and that they were right, they meaning all the haters, if your labels are telling you that they were right and you really can't do it and you're not gonna do it and you're not gonna make it, listen, those labels are garbage because you are a new creation in Christ Jesus and we are one in Christ Jesus. Some of you are saying, okay, this new creation thing, Sam, what, what are you talking about? Listen, a new creation is what we talked about a few weeks ago. John chapter three, verse 16 and 17. We talked about how, you know, it says, most of you guys know this, it was on like Tim Tebow's eyes or, I'm not talking Austin 316. I'm not talking that. If you know what that is, that's not where we're going. We're going John 316. It's something different, but it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And then verse 17, says the son of man did not come into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world. We spent a whole week on this a few weeks ago. This new creation in Christ, listen, it's this idea that God loves you. In spite of your labels, in spite of what other people have said that you are, in spite of maybe what you think that you are, God loves you. For God so loved the world, the world, the whole world. That means me, you, and every other jerk that you know. All of them. For God so loved the world that he gave his one only son, that whoever, we, are, we talked about this a few weeks ago, who's whoever? It's when your mom asks you who's going to be at the party, and you're like, oh, whoever, you know. 
And that's meant to describe the worst of the worst, right? He says, whoever believes in him, meaning you, with all your baggage, meaning me, with all my baggage, all my labels, all my brokenness, same with you, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And then verse 17 is just as important. Comes in and says, the son of man didn't come into the world to condemn the world. He didn't come here to throw new labels on you that are even more restricting. Do you hear that? He didn't come to condemn you. He didn't come to tell you how wrong and screwed up you are. You know? He came to save the world. Jesus comes and he says, man, you gotta let go of those labels and all that junk. He says, I love you in the midst of your crap. I love you in the midst of your garbage. I love you in spite of your garbage. I love you right in the middle of the garbage. I'm gonna love you after the garbage. And so he sent his son for you so that you can be a new creation in him. And as a new creation in him, all those labels that you had, those are garbage. Those are garbage. That's not who you are. You're a new creation in Christ and we are one in Christ Jesus. So you can overcome your labels. You can be a new creation in Christ. You, me, everybody. And so this morning, I wanna, I wanna encourage you. I, wanna, I want you to listen. You are not the vo- what the voice in your head says that you are. Do you hear that? You are not what the voice in your head says that you are, whether that's your voice or whether that's the voice of a parent or an aunt or an uncle or a school teacher or whoever it is. If that voice is not encouraging you, you are not the voice that your head says that you are. You are not what society and culture says that you are. You don't have to live into those labels. You don't have to do it. You are not what that abusive relationship says that you are. You are not. You are not what that abusive relationship says that you are. You are not what your past says that you are. You're not. You are not what your mistakes keep telling you that you are. And these labels that we carry around with us and that we're all tied up in bondage and chains and weights and we're walking around with this junk, that is not who you are. You have three words that describe you. Three words that define you. Child of God. You are not the junk. You are a child of God. You're a new creation in Christ Jesus. And we are all one in Christ Jesus. Neither slave nor free, Jew nor Greek, male nor female. You are not those things. And so if you're in here this morning and you're wrestling with different labels, listen, I want you to be an overcomer today. I want, I mean, this is about to turn into some prosperity gospel up in here. No, I'm just kidding. But I want you to be an overcomer today. I want you to walk out of this room saying, you know what? He's right. I've never said bull crap in my, in my life, but if he said it on stage in church, I guess I can. That's bull crap. That's bull crap. I ain't taking it. I am not those labels. I am not what those labels say that I am. I'm an overcomer. I'm a child of God. I'm a new creation. And we're all one in this. We're all broken. We're all messed up. But I'm a child of God. And that's what's going to define me. That's what's going to describe me. That is what's going to shape my future. Not the labels I've been carrying with me, but the fact that I'm a child of God and that I'm loved and I'm cherished and I'm cared for so deeply that God sent his son to this earth for me. 
He didn't come to condemn me and make me feel like garbage all the time. He came to give me life. And John says later in John chapter 10, they came to give us life and life more abundant, life to the fullest. That's what God wants to give us. That's what God, how God wants to show his love and, and adoration for us. Not carrying around labels that tell us we're less than and we're not enough. And so I want us to leave this room overcomers this morning. If you're wrestling with different labels, I want you to be an overcomer. Romans 8.37 talks about how we are more than conquerors. We, cite, we cited that last week. Philippians 4.13 talks about we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. 2 Corinthians 5.17 talks about how we are a new creation, what we talked about a few seconds ago. Galatians 3.28 talks about how we are all one in Christ Jesus. And so here's what I want us to do this morning. It's a little different. We don't normally do things like this, but I want to try this out because I think this can be a super liberating service for some people this morning. And so in the chair in front of you, there's a connect card. I want everybody to grab a connect card and a pen. There should be a pen and a connect card in every chair. Grab a connect card and a pen. I want everybody to do this so nobody feels stupid doing this. Here's what I want you to do. If you want to do it like, like uh, I used to eat my breakfast because I didn't want my dad to walk by and stick his hand in my cereal, I would like eat like this, right? Because he would do that. I'd eat Lucky Charms, you walk by and grab a marshmallow out. I'm like, what are you doing? Where's your fingers been? Come on. And so if you want to like write like that, like I don't want anybody to see this, that's okay. Don't feel weird about it. But here's what I want to do this morning. I want you to take that connect card and potentially while I've been talking, you've been thinking of some labels that have been put on you. Maybe by other people, maybe it dates all the way back to elementary school when people called you this or called you that. And it's been a label that has gone with you your entire life and it no longer describes your past. It's began to shape your future. Maybe it's a label that you've put on yourself. Man, you're just not good enough. Man, you'll never measure up to your brother or your sister or what your parents want you to do. You'll never be able to make it. I want you to take that card and I want you to write some of your labels on there that you want to get rid of. Some of the labels that you want to walk into this room and you want to leave them here. You don't want to take that junk with you. If you don't have any labels and you're looking at me like, listen, dude, you got your pants rolled up weird and I don't care about anything you're saying, just write airplanes or something on your paper, okay? Just write something so that people who are actually writing something don't feel stupid, okay? But I want everybody to write something on this Connect card. But if you're dealing with something and you're thinking, man, yeah, I've been labeled this and I hate it. I've been labeled that and it's heavy. I don't want that anymore. I want you to just take a minute and write it on that Connect card. Right, whatever label that you've been thinking through, that, that you've been sort of thinking about the whole time I've been talking. And once you get it written, just kind of hold it up so I can see. You can fold it and whatever, and you can hold it for just a second. But once you get that label written, just hold it up to where I can see it. You might not want to hold it if you're in the front facing backwards because then everyone behind you can see it. Just want to throw that out there. But once you get your label written that you're like, man, I've been labeled this and it ain't happening no more. That's not me. I am not that label. I'm an overcomer. I'm a child of God, right? I want you to take your label. Once you have it, just kind of hold it up. I can see you. If you think I can't see you, I can, okay? So if you're sitting there just going, I, I see that, okay? Just <laughs> Sometimes they don't think we can see them. I don't know, it's weird. So get, get your labels. Okay, you got your label written down. Some of you are still writing. I want you to take that label in your hand. And like I said, we don't do this a lot. This might be a little uncomfortable for some of you. But I want you to repeat after me. I'm gonna have a little Joel Osteen moment here. I want you to repeat after me, brother. Okay? I want you to repeat after me. I want you to say, I am an overcomer. I am not these labels. I'm a child of God. Y'all doing it in the balcony because I can't see y'all as well. Okay, y'all got it. Okay. All right, sweet. 
All right, say it again. Say, I am an overcomer. I am not these labels. I'm a child of God. I am an overcomer. I am not these labels. I'm a child of God. Do you believe it or are you just repeating after me? I am an overcomer. I am not these labels. I'm a child of God. Dude, that is so incredible. So here's what we're going to do. The band is going to play another song. And so maybe you're in here this morning and you're stuck on the John 3, 16, 17 thing. Or where you're just saying, man, I just need to be a new creation. I need to get in on, on whatever that he's got going on. It's very simple. God sent his son to this earth because he loves you so much. And he wants to be in relationship with you. And so if you're at that point in the conversation where you're saying, I just need to be a new creation. I, I want my identity to be found in Christ. That's a conversation for you to have with God. He understands where your heart's at. There's no magic words. There's no hocus pocus, pocus, whatever. You just straight up say, he's got you, right? You pause and you say, God, I recognize that you sent your son for me. I accept the sacrifice you made. I want in on this. I want to be a new creation. And so if that's you this morning, we want to give you the opportunity to do that. Maybe you're in here this morning and you've, you've, you're, you, you've had an encounter with Jesus and you get that, but you're not allowing it to make you a new creation. You're holding tight to your labels and you're not letting it go. That's why we wrote them down today. And we can say, I am an overcomer. I am not these labels. I'm a child of God. And so maybe you're in here this morning and you need to accept that. Not just repeat after me, but you need to believe that. And not only believe that, when you leave this room, you need to live that. That you're an overcomer. You are not those labels that you are a child of God. Maybe you're in here this morning and you need to read Romans 8, 37 every single day this week that says we are more than conquerors, that you can be an overcomer over those labels. You are not slave to that. You are an overcomer. You are not those labels. You are a child of God. And so here's what I want to do. This is where it might get a little weird for some of you. You don't have to do this. But as you hold those labels in your hand, I don't want you to take them in your pocket and then you can open them up later and be like, oh yeah, I am these things. No, we're going to take these things and in our hearts, we need to lay them at the feet of Jesus. In our hearts, we need to say, I'm an overcomer. I am not these labels. I'm a child of God. And so in our hearts, I want us to have a conversation with God. We're going to play a song and I want you to do business with God and say, God, this is not me. And I will not be defined by this moving forward. This is not the way things are going to go down anymore in my heart and in my life. I'm laying these at the feet of Jesus. And as a representation of that, I want to invite you to lay them at the altar. Put them on these stairs and say, I'm leaving this junk here. That junk ain't coming with me. And if you want to get all like hardcore about it and you can rip it up and shred it up, don't make it too much because I got to clean it up. But you want to shred that junk up and say, uh-uh, this is not me. I am not these labels. I'm an overcomer. I'm a child of God. Boo! If that's the way you want to do it, do it. But I want to encourage you this morning to not walk out of here the same. I want to encourage you this morning to leave these labels at the feet of Jesus. And say, Jesus, I want you, man. I want my identity and my future to be shaped by three words. Child of God. Child of God. I'm an overcomer. I am not these labels. I'm a child of God. And so as the band is playing and you're doing business with God, if you want to come and lay your labels down and say, I'm leaving them here, man. I'm done. As an ex external representation of what God's doing internally inside of you, I think that would be awesome. I think that would be awesome because other people in this room can see, yeah, 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 they're an overcomer. They're not those, yes, right? They're a child of God. Hey, hey. And this can be a celebration morning, man. This can be incredibly exciting and powerful and we can leave this room different than when we came in.
Father. So I'm going to pray, and then the band's going to lead us, and as God's working in your life, man, take advantage of this. You're an overcomer. You are not those labels. You're a child of God. Let's pray together. God, thank you so much for this morning. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the encouragement and the challenge it is. God, I pray this morning, whatever labels that we're wrestling with, whatever labels that we're dealing with, whatever labels have us choked up and tied up and burdensome and weighed down, God, I pray this morning that we would lay them at your feet. We would say, I am an overcomer. I am not these labels. I'm a child of God. God, I pray that you would do work in our hearts and in our lives right now, in this moment. God, we surrender ourselves to you. Do work in us today. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Central Church Podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and you experience life change. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings but still want to support this faith community, visit our giving page at centralchurch.cc. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes.